0: Thank you very much. You may be seated. In your Bible, please, tonight, we want to look at Genesis chapter 32. We begin reading verse number 22 to 32. Genesis 32, verses 22, up to verse number 32. 22 to 32, and uh, chapter 32. Kindly rise this time. We are praying that the Word of God will richly find a wonderful place in our hearts karung In verse number 22, Genesis 32:22 up to 34, uh, 32 I mean, and he rose up that night and took his two wives and his two women servants and his eleven sons and passed over the forage And he took them and sent them over to the brook, and sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone, and there rested the man with him until the breaking of of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint. And he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, but the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more, Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. Jacob asked and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, What is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him, I like that, there. And he blessed him there. Jacob called the name of that place, Pinuel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Penuel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. And uh, therefore the children of Israel, eat not of the sinew which shrunk, which is upon the hollow of the thigh, and to this day because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh in the sinew that shrunk. Heavenly Father, we humbly, Lord, come to thee, asking their Father for the Holy Spirit of God to empower every word that is said today, the word of God. Bless their father and help us to value our private time with you, our time, secret time with you through prayer and meditation. Tonight we thank you for the opportunity of being here. Thank you for the opportunity of the church still has the privilege to continue their father to hold prayer meetings and hold services and continue our soul winning. And as we begin our day of soul winning tomorrow, dear Father, bless and protect us. You know that the danger of the virus, the pandemic, is still out there. But dear Lord, you are our divine protector. You are our guide. You are our blessed God, who is our Jehovah Jireh, our great provider. In Jesus' name, I pray tonight. Amen. And. Amen. You may be seated tonight. The message is entitled this evening, and I hope this will find a place in our hearts. Make a stop for a while and spend time talking to the Lord. In our preoccupied schedules and life, with all the busy schedules that we have, like Jacob of Old, we need to make a stop take a precious time for a while and spend talking to the Lord. This is the second, actually, particular time in Jacob's life where he experienced personal encounter with God. The first experience was at a place called Bethel. In Genesis 28, verses number 10 to 22, actually, this was his salvation experience. He had been raised in the home of Isaac and Rebekah, but there was no personal encounter with God. And so he found the Lord as his Savior. And there was a comparison made between the two meetings of Jacob with God at Bethel and at Jabok. At Bethel, somebody says that Jacob saw a ladder, and at Jabok he became a broken man. At Bethel, Jacob became a son of God. At Jabok, he became a saint of God. Now let me say this, that all men need a salvation experience if we are to deal with the Lord. We need to be saved. We need to know Jesus Christ. But as many as received him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So, we need a battle experience. Every person needs to be able to recall a time when you met God personally, you received Him through his Son Jesus Christ, and became the child of God. Salvation really are, you know, uh, really is a wonderful, I say, experience. I hope it was a wonderful experience. And I know it's a wonderful experience. However, there are many who never go beyond that experience and they get saved and that's all as far as they go they never seem to be able to produce anything for the glory of the lord and while we must have a better experience we must if we expect to get uh get to heaven we need a jabbok experience if we are to hope if we ever hope to be useful to the Lord. And uh, that is what we're talking about tonight. The very thing that happened to Jacob needs to happen in our lives as believers. We need a Jabbok experience. We need to be broken. We need to uh, cling on to the Lord. We need a time in our lives where we make a stop and uh, for a while and spend time of contemplating and talking to God. God is, you know, seeking for that moment in our lives. Jacob is experiencing many difficulties this time. And after working for, he had had great experience, difficult experience. After working for his uncle Laban for 20 years, remember. And uh, he had been wronged by his uncle Laban, so he decided to leave. He pleased in the middle of the night with his family and all of his possessions with him. That night, after Jacob left with his family, Laban, um, the father-in-law, Laban caught up to him with a small band of men, planning, probably planning to to harm Jacob. However, God warned Laban. Through a dream not to speak anything good or bad to Jacob. Look at verse number 29, 32 verse number 29. Chapter 32 verse number 29. And Jacob asked, um, chap, chapter 31 I mean. Chapter 31 verse number 29 in your Bible please. It is in the power of my hand, Laban said, to do, do, do you hurt. But the God of your father spake unto me yesternight, saying, Take thou heed that thou speak not to Jacob after good or bad. And uh, I I feel that Laban was ready to harm him. But there was a divine intervention coming from God and through a dream. And and, uh, so, uh, after Jacob and Laban made promise to each other not to harm, one another so they, they ended up having a promise a covenant actually in chapter 31 look at verse number 44 44 to 49 now therefore come thou let us make a covenant and I, I and thou and make us a covenant I and thou and let it be for a witness between me and thee and Jacob took a stone and set it up for a pillar and Jacob said unto his brethren, Gather stones, and they took stones and made a heap, and they did it there upon the hip. Laban called it Jahar Sadutah, but Jacob called it Gilead and uh, Galid, And Laban said, This heap is a witness between me and thee. This day, therefore, was the name of that called Gilead and and Mishpah, verse number 49, for he said the Lord walks between me and thee when we are absent from one another. So they ended the meeting he was so disgusted on Jacob taking his, his daughters and his and his uh, grand uh, children and so they ended it, the meeting because of divine intervention they ended it having a covenant not to hurt each other now, right after that covenant promise, that, 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 that uh, agreement, let us look at chapter 32, verse 1 and verse number 2. Jacob went on his way after that meeting and the angels of God, now notice the word, the letter S there, angels. And Jacob went on his way and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host. And he called the name of that place, Mahanaim. And so, a large army of angels met Jacob from there. And Jacob calls the place, Mahanaim, which means two camps. Two camps. There were probably... Two angelic armies, God sent them, and uh, no doubt to encourage and strengthen Jacob. That they were also there to show Jacob that God had protected him and his family, and was going to continue to protect him. And uh, and uh, this this shows God's divine protection on those whom He had called. And unknowingly to Jacob, there were numbers of angels. Armies of heaven came down. Remember what happened to King Jesus? Just one angel, uh, he, he killed 180,000 uh, soldiers. Now there are a group of angels that protected Jacob. Probably, I say this, you know, motivated from this encounter with God's angels, and he was about to face his brother Esau whom he had wronged before and probably Jacob decided to reconcile a 20 year a broken relationship with Esau, his brother his twin brother actually and knowing that the Lord had a company of angels to protect him, it gave him the courage to face his brother whom he had wronged previously what happened previously Jacob had swindled Esau, um, and uh, out of his birthright, remember that, and, uh, and in response, Esau wanted to kill him. It was that broken relationship, actually, that initially prompted him, um, caused him to seek refuge with Laban in Haran. It was through the advice of his mother, Rebecca, just for a while, but he came back, after 20 years, what she thought, Rebecca thought, to be a few days, lasted 20 years for Jacob to learn the lesson. You see, it's hard to to learn the lessons of life. God was teaching Jacob, and so he went to Laban in Haran. In Haran, and after contacting, contacting, I mean, Esau, he, he was back. God says, "You go home." You go back, Jacob. Remember, God has promised to bless him in Genesis 28. So he was claiming God's promise. And then the Lord told him, all 20 years of his stay with Laban, there was no revelation of God's presence to him. Until he came back, He met God at Jabba. And so, um, after contacting Esau and seeking favor with him, Esau responds by coming to meet Jacob with 400 men. Imagine 400 men on horses. So, Jacob probably rightly assumes that Esau is still angry and wants to take his life. And uh, and so, to make the story short, because time is limited, after sending his family across Jabbok River, said, I... I need to divide my family so that if Esau would come and destroy one group, there would still be one another group to left for me. So after sending his family across Jabuk River, Jacob stays on the other side to spend time in prayer. He was left alone. Then while alone, he's look at verse number three in our text, please, 32, verse number 3. Jacob sent messengers before him, to, before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. He was the father of the Edomites, and he commanded them, saying, Thus shall ye speak unto my lord Esau, thy brother Jacob said thus, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now, and I have oxen and asses and flocks. And verse 6 the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to thy brother Esau, and also he cometh to meet thee, and four hundred men with him. And he said, If Esau come to one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, the God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred. I will deal well with thee. So now, after learning that his brother, whom he had wronged for twenty years, was bringing four hundred trained men, I believe he was afraid. I believe he was afraid, and that that brought Jacob to his knees before God, prayed to God and, uh, and beg God for, for his protection. Now while alone, he sent his family ahead of him. He was left alone. While alone, he's attacked by a man in the middle of the night. He was praying and he was pouring his heart to God. This man actually is God. God in an angelic form, wrestling with Jacob. And uh, verse number 23 of 32, 23 it says, and he took them and sent them over to, uh, over the brook and and sent over that he had and Jacob was left alone and there wrestled the man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh and he And the hollow of Jacob's tie was out of joint, and he wrestled with him. And he he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Except thou bless me. You see, in Hosea 12 verses 3 and 4, Hosea 12 verses 3 and 4, the Bible says he took his brother by the heel in the womb, and by his strength he had power with God. Yea, he had power over the angel and prevailed. He wept and made supplication unto him. He found him in, and there he spake with us. In Genesis 32, verse 30, and Jacob called the name of the uh, the name of the place Penuel. for I have he said I have seen God face to face. I have seen God. He wrestled with God, and my life is and my life is preserved sometimes this text actually is taught with a focus on us wrestling with god in prayer and that has been the thought of it we are taught to through this passage to wrestle with god while god is wrestling with us however you notice verse 24 it must be noticed in verse 24 that the man wrestled with jacob and not vice versa it was actually god who was Initiating the wrestling there. Not vice versa. Now initially God was seeking something from Jacob. Why did he do that? God was seeking something from Jacob. Hoping that Jacob had learned his lesson. God was seeking something from this man. And then towards the end of the night. Jacob was initially defeated. With his hip dislocated. Jacob seeks a blessing from man, from the man, knowing assuredly that this man—why did he—why did he seek blessing from that man? Because he knew exactly that this man was not an ordinary person; it was a divine person, it was God. And that is what exactly we need in times of need. In Psalm 100. 142, let me share some verses that would encourage us to seek God. In Psalm 142, look at verse number 1 in your Bible, please. Psalm 142, verse 1 And I cried unto the Lord with my voice. Can you imagine the kind of prayer that this psalmist uttered to God? He cried to God, not just whispering something, he cried to God. It's not like Hannah whose whose lip was moving but there was no word at all coming from her lips. But this man cried unto God with my voice and with my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me then thou knewest my path in the way way wherein I walked Have they they privately laid a snare for me? I'm seeking, O God, your presence. Psalm 61, look at verse number 1 to verse number 3. Psalm 61, verse number 1 up to verse number 3. There it says, Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. What a what a humble prayer that we need to make. Thou hast been my thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower, source of protection and safety from the enemy. And and so Jacob seeks a blessing from the man. Why? Because he was assured by the fact that he knew from inside of him that this, this person wrestling with him was a divine person, God. Remember what he said in verse number 30, For I have seen God face to face. I have seen God. We need to see God in our prayers. We need to see God in our seeking. As we consider God wrestling with Jacob, we learn principles about God's purposes in our trials, and how we should respond to them. And God allows the trials to come into our lives. God has some purpose for it. Jacob had a struggle with Esau, but behind the struggle was a struggle with God. Actually, God was working deeply on Jacob, who was seeking to work in Jacob's life. Here's the big question, what principle can we learn about God's purpose in our trials as we look at Jacob? And let me share four things tonight. Number one, how, do we, how should we respond to them? What can we learn from the trials in our lives as we look at Jacob? Number one, God's purpose in our trials is for us to focus on him look at verse 22 please in our in our text exodus the uh, Genesis 32 and verse number let us look at verse number 22 24 and he took them and sent them and Jacob was left alone and there wrestled with him a man until the breaking of the day so many things can occupy our time it is open to trials So many things, we can be busy on so many things in our lives, so many circumstances, our dreams and aspirations. Many things can occupy our time. It is open through trials, through problems that make us, that would allow us to make a stop for a while and spend time with God. And through it is, Our experience, it is true that with us business and life circumstances tend to hinder our time with God. And we can be spending our time on focusing more on our circumstances in life and as a result we are missing God's hand in dealing with our problems. Let me say that again. We make focus on the circumstances of our lives and And as a result, we are missing God's hand. Why? We have forgotten to take a stop. And let God deal with us. He's dealing with our problems. We miss his reaching out to us as he reached out to Jacob. In responding to our trials, we must see God in them. And his desire to draw us to himself. No matter how bad the situation is, remember... Romans 8, 28. And you know, we should never forget that. But all things work together for good to them that love God. It may be a hurting thing. It may be painful. But you do not not lose the fact that God is working in our lives. If we are his children. Number two, God's purpose in our trials is for us to develop patience and perseverance in our Commitments to God. God has 20 years ago spoken to Jacob and revealed his plan for him. From Abraham down to Isaac and down to Jacob. They were put in a line leading to the Messiah. God was going to use this man to establish a nation, Israel. And to that nation, the Messiah will be born. And that Messiah will be a blessing to the nations of the world. You cannot step out of God's purpose, Jacob. God has a purpose for you. No matter how you manipulate things in your life, God has a purpose for you. God has a divine purpose for your, Jacob's life. God wanted Jacob to hold on until the purpose is done. He was so preoccupied with things. He was so troubled. Jacob re- wrestled with God. Actually, you know what? He started wrestling with God. From the middle of the night, after the breaking of the day, morning, dawn. Somebody has described that, he had, that Jacob had spent six to seven hours wrestling with the Creator, the God of all strength. Six to seven hours. Wrestling is very exhausting. We have watched wrestling, and it is very exhausting. God could have just you know, quickly break Jacob down. Can you imagine that? He could have ended it quickly. He's God. But why extending it to six, seven hours? God is wise. He was a, he's a wise trainer. He was giving Jacob the opportunity and while Jacob, while Jacob was fighting back Actually, God was extending more grace to be able to have him endure the hours of wrestling with the Creator. God intended his grace to Jacob to be able to fight back. He has extended his grace for him to be able to fight back. God was providing him the ability to continue in the hardest blow of our lives. God, remember this, is there. He's still your partner. Because God has a purpose for you. Remember, God's grace is always available to sustain us. And he said to Paul, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength. Jacob, my strength. Paul, my strength. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Your weakness. I I could simply destroy you. This quick, I can destroy you, Jacob. But God was extending it so that he will develop Jacob the attitude, the spirit of perseverance. He knew that Jacob was trying to get things quickly. Quickly. Without developing patience. My strength versus your weakness most gladly therefore will I rather glory in my infirmities. That the power of Christ may rest upon me. Number three, God's purpose in our trials is for us to recognize our weakness. Not only recognizing our weakness, but our need of Him. Our need of Him. It's one thing to recognize our weakness. It's quite another thing for us to go to God and grow strength. Are we like that? In verse number 25, 26. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, the joint, the hip of Jacob. And the hollow of Jacob or the hip of Jacob's thigh was out of joint and he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go, Jacob. For, he, for the day break it, And he said, I will not let you go. Now, amazing. It seems he was winning the match. But Jacob was actually not feeling he was winning. He was leaning instead. Clinging on to the Lord deep inside of him. The process has allowed Jacob to find strength in God. To find strength in God. While Jacob and the man wrestled, Jacob could not give up. Therefore, God touched his hip. Dislocated it. When the hip was dislocated, the fight actually was over. The fight was over. And God has to God has to pin him down and so that he will draw strength from the Lord. God open does this with us as well. It is open our strength that keeps us away from God, actually. It is our strength actually that keep us from God and our obedience to Him. We feel we are able to bear the burdens of life ourselves. Therefore, we are not as dependent upon God as we should be. And so God open has to touch our strength, our places of confidence to help us depend on Him. Not that we are sufficient. Of ourselves, to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Number four, God's purpose in our trials is for us to grow in prayer. And we need to grow ourselves in prayer. Verses twenty-six, twenty-nine. At this point, Jacob is no longer wrestling in his strength. He's simply clinging to God in weakness. While doing this, Jacob begins to pray. The man says, let me go. But Jacob replies, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Jacob was simply begging. He was weeping and begging God to extend his favor. We cannot live this life without God's favor, without God's blessing. Number five, God's purpose in our lives in our trials, is to bring us to a place where we recognize who we are before God. You know, God asked Jacob in verse seven. He said unto him, What is thy name? What is your name? Tell me. Without any hesitation, He said, Jacob. And you know, Jacob means a deceiver. He said unto him, What is thy name? He said, Jacob, and he could have all throughout his life he had been trying to manipulate things he had been trying to make dramas in his life and Jacob answered by sharing his name it was, it was actually meant to help Jacob realize that he lived out his name he had been trying to live his life his own way he had wronged his brother his, his father Isaac it was It was his way of asking God's forgiveness, actually God's blessing, God's peace, completely yielding to to God, his future, and the future of his family. God would always long for us to humbly come to him, seek his face, and his blessing. Lastly tonight, number six. God's purpose in our trials is to strengthen our determination to continue serving him. In verse 28, and he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel, for as a prince, thou hast power with God and with men, and hast rebelled. You see, the power of prayer, God assured Jacob by calling him Israel. Israel, you know what Israel is? <clears throat> Israel. When you say Israel, a soldier was asked by his superior, he said, Why are you bringing that Bible? <clears throat> he had the Bible in his pocket. And he said, Tell me, guy, you're a Christian. Why are you believing that book? Why are you Seem to be loving that book. Give me one word to prove that this book is worthy to be trusted. Just one word that that would convince me that this book you hold in your hand is worthy of my trust. The young soldier said, "Sir, Israel, Israel, Israel. God's purpose for the world is wrapped in that." small nation, Israel. God's purpose is sending His Son. Everything is established. in That one word, Israel. Jacob, I have a purpose for you. Be sure, just be sure, you do not operate in your own strength. And at the end of his life, struggle, Jacob was now numbering his days. And while he was making... He was extending the blessing of God upon the children of jo- Joseph, Ephraim and Manasseh. Ibrahim, Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it upon Ephraim's head who is unto the younger. And his left hand upon Manasseh who was the firstborn. In verse 15, And he blessed Jacob and said, God, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk, And this is what he said in conclusion. After all the struggle, Jacob learned his lesson at Jabba. And this is now his testimony. My God which fed me all my life long and to this day, the angel that wrestled with him, the angel which redeemed me from all evil. God wants us to serve Him up to the end of our lives and as we go along we need to find time with God. Do not forget to seek time to stop for a while and seek time to meditate. We need His power to sustain us. We need His wisdom to guide us up to the end of our life's journey. Here on earth. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God. Thank you for allowing us to learn from the paths of these great men, men of old. Thank you for giving us the Bible. And thank you for the opportunity of serving thee. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen.
1: Thank you very much Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Pastor Iga, for that wonderful message. Uh, for our prayer request this evening, let me read it to you from Ada Calderon, please pray for my mother, Fidela Calderon, for physical healing, and for all the senior citizens of our church for added strength and good health, also from anton Sir Antonio Pichad. <clears throat> Please pray for my family going home tomorrow morning for safe travel from uh, the isolation center. From Al Stephen Aspiras, please continue to pray for my promotion via lateral entry in the Bureau of Protection. From Brother Dean and Mom Lori Boris, pray for Pastor Ing and family for God's divine protection, wisdom, and grace. From Kota Vipul Amog, please pray for my studies. From Brother Jeremy Riponte, please pray for my grandmother, Clarita Lu, for physical strength, good health, and assurance of salvation. Please pray for my family's assurance of salvation and good health. Please uh, pray for my brother, Richard Riponte, for his medical exam at St. Luke's Extension Clinic and for his interview in US, U.S. Embassy tomorrow. Please pray for the church's full-time workers as they resume. The visitation is all winning this week. Please pray for a pastor uh, and his family for God's daily provision and guidance, and please pray for all sick members in our church. From M. L. C. Ingay, pray for a blessed church organization service of Bible Baptist Mission Mongkayo. Pray for our safe travel to and fro, Mongkayo. Pray for the safety of our staff and students as they go out and resume soul winning and visitation activities. From the brother Noel and sister Glesi Fat. Please pray for God's guidance and protection upon the Bible Baptist student, church staff and students as we go out and have our soul winning tomorrow and visitation. Pray for the healing of Brother Michael Grossa. Pray for Pastor Inga and family for protection, good health, and safety every day. Pray for all the members and frontliners for protection and safety every day. And pray for more souls to be saved. For Mamsel, please pray for Adonis, Alvin, and Arlene Aspiras. Arlen, Junior Aspiras, for protection in their respective area of responsibility and for good health always. Please pray for Lolit Almendras, for assurance of salvation. And please pray for Mr. and Mrs. Nodora, parents of Mamana Aspiras, for their assurance of salvation and good health. Pray for Bryce and Ethan Aspiras and Buby Llamas for God's protection and good health always. From Ms. Cel and Doc Campayas, please pray for Dr. Joseph and Dr. Kim Milan or Milana for recovering from illness, for good health, and for their salvation. From Army please pray for Mom Irene Aspiras Parohindog for church attendance and for spiritual growth. Those are all our prayer requests. At this time, Let us all stand up, please, and let's have a word of prayer. I'll give you two to three minutes to pray, after which I'll close with a word of prayer. Father, Father in Heaven, how grateful we are to be here in this house of worship, to worship You, Lord, in spirit and in truth. We thank You, Lord, for the privilege to pray, and we thank You for the message that we've heard tonight. Truly, O oh Lord, we are, sometimes we are overwhelmed with so many things in our day-to-day activities that we forget to stop and to listen to Your Word and even to have a sweet hour of prayer. We do pray, Father, that you would send revival in our prayer life, in our devotion, and send revival in our service and commitment to thee. Tonight, dear Father, we pray that you would continually guide our church and the needs of our church and the needs of each and every one of us, especially the the ne- physical needs of our brothers and sisters who are uh, not feeling well right now we do pray for the pichan family uh praying for a uh, full recovery and even lord we thank you for what you have done say Laha, and for your grace and strength to the pichan family and we are grateful O oh lord and give back all the glory and praise to thee for the victory that you have given to them lord we pray also for brother michael Ogrosa for strength and good health and provision of all his needs We are praying also, Lord, for the members who are not feeling well right now. Uh, Some of them are in pain. Some of them are staying at home. So we pray that you would touch their bodies and that you would help them to recover, dear Father. We pray for our pastor, and uh, along with uh, Mom Elsie, as they travel to Moncayo to organize the church there, or the mission work there, uh, pastored by Brother Ed. Uh, darwin galles praying for uh your your guidance and protection praying for the mission work there also that you would bless them help them to be a light in that perspective area in Moncayo, praying that you would bless them and help them to grow uh, spiritually and also in number lord we are uh, we commit everything into your hands dear father guide and direct our lives our commitments and even Lord this time uh, we are uh, slowly opening our doors of opportunity, our our, our ministries, our soul winning and visitation, we are praying that you should guide our full time workers and our staff. Protect us, dear Father, and keep us safe all the time as only you can. Thy will be done, dear Father, and may your blessings and guidance be upon us as we go home. This we pray, O oh Lord in Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you very much, and that's the end of our service.